Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, June 7, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? The market is doing some interesting things. It's doing stuff that we can read into. That's the main thrust of the conversation today. We're going to look at both sides. We're going to look at patterns on the chart. We're going to talk about volume on the chart. We're going to look at a variety of charts. The first thing we'll do is take a look and do the assessment of the daily chart. So one more time, what's the market doing? The market is eating time off the clock in a bullish, flaggish kind of formation. Now, it's a range, and they're going back and forth inside the range. But here's the way that we're going to interpret it. The market is winding up for a move. Now, either way, whichever way the move is, whether it's up or down, the energy that it's winding up creating is going to get released. So if it falls, and they almost fell today, we'll get to more on that later, it looked like they were going to fall, but all they really did was run a test of the lower end of the channel, right back up to the top. Now, if they came down, we were looking at the gap, we were looking at the 20-period moving average close to the big fat round number, that would have been a garden variety retracement, and it looked like in the pre-market and then right around the opening bell, it looked like they were going to make an attempt to fall into that type of pattern. Now, what did they do? They didn't do that. What they did was had a visit from the buy the dip crowd, the plunge protection team, and most importantly, Betty Crocker. Why her? Because she was there to cook up some pies to be issued in the face for traders that were shorting around the opening bell. Traders that shorted yesterday because it looked like, and it was yesterday, a weaker type of tape. But, one more time, until they start getting below here, convincingly, staying below there, closing candles below there, everything starts somewhere and then morphs from there. So first they have to close short-term candles below, then they have to close an hour below, two hours below, a day below, and then all of a sudden, they've already filled the gap at that point, and they're doing something else. We talked about the garden variety retracement last night. What were those numbers down there? So we've been working off for several days, 407.70. What was the low today? 407.61 on low. They ran a test of that number one more time, which they have yet to be able to close a candle below. They ran a test, and they went immediately back up in the other direction. And when we look at the intraday chart, you'll see they went up really, really quick. Okay, so now we have what we have. Where does that leave us? Same routine. Flag pattern, or flag-ish pattern, as I like to call it. It leaves us with the impression. The impression, because the market is trying to tell us something. The impression is that they've tried to go lower, they can't go lower. They've run several tests, three tests of that area, and here we are back up at the top end of the channel. So can they continue to go back and forth? Of course. But what the market is trying to say 
is that it wants to go higher. It wants to release the energy in the northern direction. They tried to go down. The bears were in hibernation. They were not able to grab control of the tape. And what's the target out of this consolidation or eating time off the clock or flaggish type pattern? For starters, it's four and a quarter plus or minus. Doesn't have to be the end, but that should be a near-term target if this pattern is going to work out. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. Let's jump around a little bit as a refresher. The monthly chart. You have a healthy tail candle. They started to make a retracement. They didn't get very far. However, we should note that this candle here is the last big breakdown candle in the sequence. They're beginning to, and it's very, very early. They, again, haven't got very far yet, but they're beginning to creep up into that breakdown candle. Doesn't mean they go to the top, but once they start to creep up into it, and they tried last month, and here they are again. Once they start to creep up into it, the magnetic force pulls them up that candle. It's a monthly candle. A lot of stuff happens intra-month, we're just looking at this from a larger picture perspective, 30,000 foot view or higher. Net, net, big tail candle. Generally speaking, and we've said this many times already, below that low, it's certainly 365 or lower, likely the 50 period moving average. In the terms of the monthly chart, they really kind of came close to it and bounced away. But keep in mind, they're creating the tail candle or they created the tail candle. It is a sign and or signal of a trend change. It could be a trend change that causes the market to put in a bearish, flaggish, kind of wedge-ish type of formation on the monthly chart. So don't get too excited. We don't know one way or the other. These are the possibilities. We have to look at both sides of the tape. We're the umpire calling balls and strikes. Now we've got the weekly chart. So we know what we have here. We have a weekly reversal candle, minus the volume component, but the week ending the 27th of May is essentially a reversal candle finishing well above the 100 period moving average, creating what we talk about all the time, the recapture scenario. So they got below the 100 and they recaptured it. So they ran a test in the big scheme of things and now they're back above it. And guess what? With that reversal candle, if they get any kind of momentum on the upside, where are they going to start heading to? They're going to start heading to where? The 20 period moving average, aka also known as home base. We look at one chart and we talk about four and a quarter. We look at another chart and we see another number above four and a quarter. Remember, doesn't mean the market has to stop at four and a quarter if it does go up and goes up with any kind of velocity or momentum. And by the way, expect that it would because there's still a lot of shorts out there and there is another leg higher that would be a typical bona fide squeeze operation. It's the concept of what we're looking at on one chart is a bull flaggish kind of pattern. Now we go to another chart and we see another reason why the market may be drawn upward into home base. Then we have a tail candle on the monthly chart. So you start to put all these things together and what the market is trying to tell us 
And in my humble opinion, one of the reasons why the bears were in hibernation is because of the magnetic force and what the market is doing is drawing it in the northern direction. They had every opportunity to fall apart this morning and go a lot lower if they wanted to. They didn't do that. They turned around. Maybe it's one big rope-a-dope and they come right back down tomorrow. But that's not what they were saying today. 240 chart, just to take a look at it. Nothing doing here, nothing different than the daily chart. Just realize that this is resistance until it's not. So what we're talking about is, for example, this pivot high here. 417.44, we're familiar with that area, that number, and that is resistance until it's not. The market's telling us that that price is important by virtue of going up there, getting rejected, not being able to get back through there or to there yet. So if back up there, it's still resistance until they can prove the case. How do they prove the case? They start pushing above they start staying above, not just for five or ten minutes. They start staying above, closing candles above, they close an hour above, two hours above, they're pushing higher. They have to sustain price above for some time, giving the bulls chance to get the band on the stage and have a jam session. Running a test is one thing. Pushing above and staying there is the other thing. All right, time to get inside the numbers. Now let's get our faculties. The market was selling in the pre-market. It's turnaround Tuesday. Thinking back to last night's video, we know a couple of things. They're still eating time off the clock from a daily chart perspective. Again, we look at the big picture first thing in the morning. Even if they're down or if they're up, what's the big picture look like? Are they really doing anything yet? And the answer here is, unless they start getting below 407.04, and that was really our last line in the sand. And then there was the gap down below and other stuff. It's unfinished business, but we know they went the other way. But this is the setup in the pre-market. So staying above 407 keeps the bullish, flaggish deal alive. That's what happened today. So this is the first thing on my mind at zero dark 30. Funny how that works. We had an early pivot identified in the pre-market. They actually melted away from there before the opening bell anyway. And getting below opens a door for Mrs. Market to run a test of 407 neighborhood we've been discussing. We know we have that 407.70. You'll see that come up later on. And then we have to know this also on a flip around. The only thing that counts is getting above yesterday's closing price of 411.79. Let's get our faculties. Right of the vertical, today's activity, five-minute SPY chart, two lines on the screen. 407.70, that's that number we know about, the low of day we talked about already. 411.79, you can see here, just by looking at how the market reacted, not necessarily when it blasted through on the first run, but what they did later. They went right back to run a test of that spot right here, got back below it, and then once they got above it one more time, they took off. That was yesterday's closing price, and that really was the bull bear case for whether they were going to be able to recapture it or not. Pretty simple stuff. That's right out of technical trading 101. But that was the pre-market thought process at zero dark 30. Let's see what else we have as the day begins to get underway. Nine o'clock, 
half hour before the open, they're already running a test of the lows we discussed many times. It's the gateway to the gap and lower. 407, give or take, is going to be the line in the sand for the next step down to 405.30. They didn't do that. We know that. So below that, we had another number. We don't need that. Keep in mind, they'll jerk around and have some large swings in both directions. Again, that's the pre-market thought process. Here we go. 918. There has been, in the recent past, a lot of support in the zone around 407.70 down to 407, give or take. There's likely a bull bear battle around there. So what I'm saying here is I'm not looking for them to slice through this area like a hot knife through butter. But here's the thing. Forget about this stuff in here if they go lower, but on a good bounce to suck traders in, they'll try and get back to 410 to 411. From down below 408 to 410 to 411, that's 20 to 30 ES handles or S&P points. A handle is a point. Put that on a sticky note. It happened really quick. So you see here at 932, they're already in the showtime zone for a bounce from 407.70, give or take, back to 409 or so is the trade. Happened quick. It happened in a flash. At the time, you don't know they're going to rip them up all day long. But what I did know is that they weren't, or I felt, they weren't going to cut through there like a hot knife through butter, and they didn't. But they did it so fast, they were basically bought up at the opening bell. So here we go. As they start to rise a little bit, I'll be taking a short above 411 and up to 412. Now, that was the concept once they started to bounce. I didn't know they were going to go up all day, but... What you'll see later is that short became a non-short trade because of the way in which. It's only in a sooner than later type of situation. Let's see what else we have. And again, it's something for everybody. Once they started to float, there are traders that want to hop onto the long side because I'm saying here 411.75 is important and magnetic. Why is that? That was the opening print. I just rounded the number. They didn't even stop there, but when they did it, it was already too late in the morning for a short trade for my liking with today's setup, period. We're moving along, and there you go. 9.57, that takes the short off the board for now. That was the type of pullback we were looking for. So what they did was they went up, they didn't get to the spot, and they pulled back. It was the type of reaction that I would have been looking for from a trade perspective, so that took the trade off the board. Let's move along, see what else we have. I'm saying if a little higher, 411.75, but you'll see in a moment that by the time they did it, I was of no interest to me. So here was a teachable moment. So what I'm saying here is at the time, why can't we run the market up to or hop on for the ride up to 411.75 as opposed to waiting for a short at 411.75? And the answer was, at the time, it was a probabilities thing. The probabilities were there that they wouldn't blow through it if they ran right up there quickly. However, you didn't know that they were going to run right up there quickly. In fact, they didn't. They ran up there later. They pulled back first. Moving along. This isn't just the numbers. I try and teach stuff in here every single day. Give you something to think about. Give you something to write down. Keep notes on. Create a library for yourself. 
1009. 409.40 down to 409 is support. Below, the door opens for the lows again, but it is support. There you have it. 409.40, it's support down to 409. Low here, 408.97. Funny how that works. And look at that. We're moving along. 1030, 411.75 is the number. It's not the same trade as earlier this morning. Trader's choice, the number should be resistance, and it should have been, but they blew right through it. Late in the morning, not my cup of tea. And here's what I'm looking at. The first hour candle is a reversal candle. Doesn't mean they can't go lower, but I don't like to short against that. And here it is. You can see the first hour is a reversal candle. I don't want to short against a reversal candle. I would be more inclined to be looking for a pullback to buy into that reversal candle. So we're moving along. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. On the current melt-up operation off the morning lows, the next target is 4.1475 to 4.15. That would be getting above 4.1340 on candle closes. If you look at the daily chart, they ran another test of the same lows and got out of there quickly. They're still eating time off the clock, building energy for another leg higher until they're not. This is what we've been discussing. This is how we analyze the market. We take what she does every single day and we see, is she doing something different or is she doing something to confirm the original thing? So we had a schematic going forward above this number. Here's the target. We'll call it 415. Then 416, if they push higher. This is at 11 o'clock this morning. I'm already talking about 416 and you'll see later on 416 becomes the prize then off to 416 if the bulls keep the ball look at this we're talking about what they're actually doing a picture's worth a thousand words closing candles above 41340 opens the door for 41475 give or take above that it's off to 416 and there you have it 41474 75 74 was a fat finger 416 is the top line. You can see what happened. They run up to the thing, 415, 41475 to 415. The high is 41491. Funny how that works. They have a pretty decent pullback to where? 41340. The low here, 41337. Go back and read the notes. This is double checking the work. Next time back up to 41474. They stop there for a few minutes. And then they continue on to 416. And we're moving along. Won't be surprised to see them up at 415. It's overhead resistance. They pulled back just short of that. First, they came up short of the 414.75. A little joke, not bad for a rookie. But here's the deal. Here's the current schematic. I'm giving you above 413 and a quarter. She's good. It was really 41340. I'm giving a little bit of a leeway, a little bit of rope. Getting below does this. She didn't do that. What happens if she stays above, keeps the prize on the table, which is a jam session into the close or before 416, give or take. That was at 220 in the afternoon. That's down here. Guess what? What did they do into the close? They had the jam session. The writing was on the wall. And that was basically it. That was the end of the day. Stocks on the move, screw job today. Everything took off out of the open. We had some retailers getting killed. They had the propensity. They had the opportunity to pull the market down, go fill the gap, all that stuff we talked about earlier. 
Target was getting killed. It was dragging down other stuff. Everything just caught a bid after the open. Nothing got to the number, and that's just the way it works sometimes. Not a lot, but sometimes that happens. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, you can see what's going on. They've pushed into and above on a closing basis the 50-period moving average. We know that the next target was 191.50. All that happened today was they ran out of time on the clock. After that, they're going to challenge 194, which simply put is this pivot high right there. Why? Well, we talk about this all the time. Because the market was telling us that by going up to this spot and collapsing, that that spot was important. So if they get back there, there should be a bull bear battle there. And if they can get through, it is a breakdown area. So they're going back to test a former breakdown area. And if they get above it, they can break out for higher prices. Write that down. Put it on a sticky note. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Let's check this out. So what they did today was run a test of the 20-period moving average, got out of there quickly, created a tail candle, which I'm not in love with in the middle of a range, but they did it anyway. What are they doing? Well, they're going to run a test of the breakdown candle high. That's what the market is telling us. If we wake up to something different tomorrow, so be it. But that's what she's telling us today. We've been talking about that anyway. The Q people doing the same thing, same conversation as the S&P 500, eating time off the clock, flaggish formation, higher prices are on the table. They're in a slightly different position than the S&P. They've got to eclipse this high here, 314.56, in order to get to the next big time spot that would be, call it 320 for argument's sake. Beyond that is the 50 period moving average and then three and a quarter and change. All charts act and react the same way. It's all the same market. A rising tide lifts all boats. You got the same routine here. Now watch this. So this is just a little bit of a lesson. Another look at the same thing talked about a different way. So you have this flaggish formation, whatever you want to call it, right? Now, You've got this 50-period moving average riding down right on top of current price, and price hasn't reached, yet they could have, they chose not to, but hasn't reached the 50-period moving average. What's the likelihood that if they went there tomorrow or the next day, that this is going to be the same type of resistance that it would have been if they did it back here? And the answer is, it likely won't, because they're coiled up. They're eating time off the clock, building energy to go higher, and the 50-period moving average certainly isn't the same type of resistance it was about 10 days ago. How far above the 50-period moving average are we talking? Well, not that far, only to 36 and change. Why? Because this is an important number. Remember, the market broke down, tried to recover, failed here miserably. Guess what? That is your breakdown area, but keep in mind, they're consolidating, building energy right below that. So are they going to bust through that? How much resistance will it be? These are the questions. From an intraday perspective, the market will tell us more. This is what it looks like the night before, two nights before, a week before, whatever it is. What about Smash Mouth? We have anything different over there? No. We have the same routine with Smash Mouth. All charts kind of look similar the same within reason. 
If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're going to pull the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.